0: Hello and welcome to Arcane of Obscura. I'm Nathaniel.
1: I'm Chris. I'm sick. I'm not.
0: Nah. He's just tired you and got sick allergies. In head.
1: That's not technically sick.
0: I'm sneezing a lot and my nose is runny. It's basically the same thing.
1: Mm. You know what I noticed the other day? What's that, buddy? When I was putting up the Instagram post for the episode,
0: <laughs> uh huh.
1: I noticed another podcast. And it's almost like a week or two after we do an episode, they do the similar episode.
0: Really? Yeah. And I'm like, huh. I'm gonna keep an eye on it. So well, you like, need to show me after this. I, we did one. We did a
1: one. Uh, it was one last week, or the one week before. I think it was one I did. And then like they did it. I'm like, huh?
0: That's interesting. I feel like if you were to like rip off one, you might as well do one that's not very popular. True. Well, we could be popular. We don't know. We don't really get to see our full statistics. Let's be honest. We're not.
1: Mm. I mean, if we're getting over a thousand hits on on Spotify and it's only seventeen percent of our or seven percent of our listening base,
0: It's pretty good. They're all bots. Yeah, They're Singaporeans. One of the two.
1: Uh, now our biggest demographic is like America.
0: I know that much. Is it? I mean, it makes sense we're speaking English. So it's probably like America. It's like 98. Germany's up there. (laughs) (laughs) All the two people that listen to us. One of them is (laughs) German. No, no. No, German's up pretty high on
1: the list. It's up in like the top three or four. That's actually pretty funny.
0: They're like, oh, look, listen to these silly Americans. Because I see
1: it without having to scroll. Because if you scroll down towards the bottom and you get like weird countries, it's like less than 1%, less than 1%, less than 1%. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Germany is not in the less than 1%. <coughs> That's actually really funny. Chris, how are you doing? Um, Tired from work. It's not any different. I'm not no. surprised.
1: But I have... Only a three day week technically, like next week I, I have a Christmas party and then I have two weeks off
0: mm, I have a long week this week, so I worked um Monday Tuesday, I was off yesterday <sighs> and today, and then I have to work Friday Saturday, Sunday, and then I go into my short week I have Monday Tuesday,
1: Wednesday, Christmas party, Thursday, and then I don't go back for two weeks
0: hmm. Two weeks. Yeah. You're off for two weeks? Yeah. You took off? I took six days off. Huh.
1: And Monday's Christmas, so we get that off. Do you have... And the next Monday's New Year's, so we get that off.
0: Do so. you have paper towels? No. Okay, I'm going to have to walk away here in a moment and grab some toilet paper. I don't... Buy paper towels? That's fair. Because every time I
1: buy paper towels, that's all we use, and they're gone mm. in like a day.
0: Valid. So I just... I don't think there's I any paper the towels. keep the
1: washcloths. You know, I like four washcloths under the sink and we use one.
0: I don't have any paper towels in my house either, so understandable. I used to keep a bunch around when I was doing a lot of printing. Oh, that's... I did too.
1: I would always go to, like, Walmart and buy, like, the 50 cent roll. Yeah. Because I don't need... It doesn't need to be soft or very absorbent. I need to put IPA on it to wipe the...
0: I was about to say, that's what I used to clean my FEP and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So I would just buy the (laughs) cheap-ass ones. I'm gonna be right back. I have to go grab toilet paper from your bathroom. All Alrighty. It's in, enlighten everybody while I'm gone. Uh about what? Anything. Choose I could, something. I don't know. You hey, could Chris. just pause it. You, <laughs> I no, just, you I do this could have just to me. It's your turn. Yeah, but
1: you're better at doing talking to nobody. I suck at talking to nobody. I I need an audience. Or I can't talk about shit. Um yeah, I have no idea. I was gonna tell you something about uh Are
0: you still going?
1: when I did um how was that episode we did? When I did the uh sleep process episode. What about it? It was awkward as hell for me. For one I felt like like I was so out of it, it didn't make any sense in my head, but yeah. like I said, you said it made sense, so we're good. But I decided to like write that one part about the lady as a story <laughs> and even though we're constantly talking for the podcast When I got to the part where I had to read what I wrote out like a story, I was just fucking locked up, like shy. (laughs) It's like 132 episodes, 31 episodes at that point. I'm like, I just can't talk right now because I wrote just like a story, and now I feel really awkward. Which
0: is, I don't know, odd. How do you have- I mute the cough, and your mic picks it up. I unmute it as soon as you cough, too.
1: (laughs) That's funny. He's got a mute button now. (laughs) You didn't, did you mute? Oh, yeah, I can't see if you mute. The lights don't
0: go up for that. I did mute. You have your own little box thingy now. Yeah. So, this is going to be a bad episode. uh, (laughs) I'm going to stay muted half the time.
1: (laughs) Well, we're going to get right into it anyway this time, because I am dead.
0: And, wait, right into it? Yeah, can I tell? Can I do? Can I do something before you get right into it? No, please. All right. I ran into something on uh, Reddit. I almost said TikTok, uh, <clears throat> and I thought it was a very interesting concept. I was going through. They have videos. Are you done? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are, you, are Chris. you
1: done making fun of me?
0: I'm not, (laughs) I'm not indulging you as usual. I'm sorry. I'm dying.
1: Just like when we cuddle, you're like a cold
0: fish. You never look at me during. So what about your tiki tocky It was Reddit. It wasn't TikTok. Reddit. I was going through Reddit and I looked at the paranormal subreddit and I saw something that was very interesting and somebody had posted. It It was like, ghosts. I'm not saying it's ghosts. No, it's, it's ghosts. Scent of souls. What causes the distinct scent in the uh, patients as they approach the end of life? Question uh, mark. Your body decaying. See, that's what I thought. That's <laughs> what they're asking. I thought they were asking, like, why do people who are dying smell like that? Well, are they talking about, like, young people who die, too, that are unexpected? They're talking about all people who die.
1: Okay, how are they dying? Because <clears throat> if you're dying from cancer, you're still technically...
0: This person works... Um, in intensive care unit their nurse right okay I so thought, intensive
1: care is usually people that have been on their way out
0: yeah i thought that her question or their question i'm assuming it's a woman was why do people smell like that when they're decaying i'm like you should know this yeah that's not what she's asking is it like a weird smell that, like in, in the something... intensive care unit they dubbed me a witch and labeled. That's stuck since my days working in the ambulance. She's like that cat. Yes. Basically. Um, what began as a heavy intuition transformed into something more profound. When I stepped into the department and sensed the unmistakable odors of death, each person carried a unique scent of death from the pleasant aroma of freshly cut grass or wildflowers to a repulsive, earthy, rotten stench. It's this weird smell of, like... Antiseptic and shit pants. Yeah. So she can, they can smell when somebody's going to die and mm. about like when, like when that is. By how strong the odor is. No, I, I don't <laughs> think it's like that. If I'm. So, Maybe she's just one of those like nurses of death. Yeah. I'll this just is read is the whole excuse. thing. During every shift upon entering the department, the smell uh, guided me to a specific patient and the time of death seemed to materialize in my mind. As I injected their IV with poison, <laughs> Understand, understandably, many of my colleagues distanced themselves from me. Imagine being told, "Get ready, this person will pass away in five, at five in the morning." That's the way it unfolded.
1: I'd walk into the. <clears throat> the I'd, I'd walk in, and, the, and the, the odor would draw me to a body. Then I would give them eight times a dose of morphine, <laughs> and they would strangely die every it's
0: time. Strange how that works. It's like. <laughs> that's the way it unfolded the strangest part though was that the person without a fixed without a fixed residence i guess that's a a, a residence as a person that worked there commonly refers to as homeless oh residence as in a place to stay person without a fixed residence commonly referred to as a homeless person could emit a fragrance of lily flowers. On the other hand, someone who appeared well-groomed might exude an unpleasant odor of rotten potatoes or public toilets. That's weird. In this instance where we managed to extend a person's life temporarily, they could communicate. I discovered that the homeless person with the floral scent was often a wonderful spiritually, uh, spiritual individual. Meanwhile, those who emit stentures of decay turned out to be unpleasant and harmful.
1: I just want to meet this person and see what I, my soul smells like yeah. you now.
0: How could I explain this mysterious connection between the scent and the character?
1: They're going to be like, You smell of soot and poo. I know. I don't think it's my little she black gets, soul.
0: <laughs> it's dying in the corner. I don't think she can smell people's souls. I think she can only smell when people are close to death. Yeah, but I'm dead inside. Doesn't that count? <clears throat> we can find out. Where does this person work? I don't know. They don't smell give me smell me, too. smell me, smell me. Damn smell it.
1: it! I got to the got to the Batman voice.
0: Smell me, smell me. <laughs> Where is she? What's my odor? <laughs> yeah. So I I was just perusing and I I came across that. I'm like, that's interesting. That would be an interesting like kind of idea for a book for a book as well. You can smell people when they're. You could smell someone's death odor.
1: Paint a verbal picture of my odor.
0: Say paint a verbal picture of my odor? Yes. Okay. Anyways, that's all I wanted to add. Be
1: more descriptive.
0: That's that's it. I thought it was interesting, and I, would, I wanted to add it because I thought you would find it interesting. Uh, there's something I keep forgetting to tell you. Okay. Um. You're fired.
1: Yes. You know, uh... Remember what we were talking about Baldur's Gate 3? Mm Mm-hmm. And I said how I blew that guy up in the mushroom field in the cave? Yes. And I'm like, can you save him? And you said, yeah. And you saved him. Yeah. Did you know that's actually, if you don't save him, there's a secret mission?
0: No. Yeah. Nice.
1: Okay, so that's in the first chapter. There's a mission in the third chapter you can only get if you don't save him. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I guess you find out later... I'm going to spoil shit. It's been out long enough. It's okay. Okay. So I guess if you save him, he goes back to it. Like, I guess in, later on in the game, his wife asks you to save him.
0: Not later on.
1: Before you meet him, you usually run into her. Yeah, I didn't. I was exploring the whole cave system, and I blew him up.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: So she asks you to save him. And then you find out he's, like, an abusive asshole. Really? Yes. She seems like the abusive asshole. Well, it turns out if you don't save him, Uh you have to help her kind of like find a companion. Really? And you can go around the city in the third chapter and find one of two talking cats to bring to live with her. And you can only get that mission if you kill him. That's interesting. And apparently the two talking cats, like one's like super smart and then one like... um. Uh, ver- verbalizes every action he's doing.
0: Is that the like one he next describes... to the tower?
1: Maybe. I haven't gotten there.
0: Because there's one... Well, there's, I've...
1: Two, I've... there's only two talking cats, I guess. One is like kind of smart and flexible, <laughs> and the other one like
0: vocally says every single thing he's doing. Oh. <clears throat> like are they, they like... two talking cats, or are they just cats that you can talk to with, with animal speak? No, they're cats that actually talk, I guess. Mm. I don't know what the cat's then,
1: And I guess one of them would be like, you know, if he's chasing a mouse, like say his name is like, I don't know, Bart. Mm. he'd be Like Bart's chasing a mouse. He'll <laughs> say stuff like that. <laughs> like third person. He talks like, he narrates his life basically.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. I <laughs> guess
1: there's two talk. There's only two cats in the city that talk and you can take one of them to her to live with her.
0: So there's a, there's a cat in chapter three in, uh, in Baldur's Gate, the city. And when you talk to him, he talks like a noir detective, kind of, where he kind of monologues.
1: Yes, that's the one I'm trying to think of. Yeah, yeah. About. yeah.
0: He's really cool. So that's one of them. Then there's one other cat that talks. Gotcha. He doesn't talk, by the way. You have to use animal speak to talk okay. to him. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah, I guess you can find one of the two. There's only two that do it in Baldur's Gate, and you can bring one to live <sighs> with her.
0: That's the best one. I don't care which one the other one is. That's the best one. I walked up what? to him, and I, and he, like... Talk to me about like two souls meeting in the street and something like that. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, dog. Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: you can, uh, but uh, you can only get that mission if you either accidentally or intentionally kill her husband in the caves. And since I've already killed him <laughs> unintentionally, not knowing he was a mission,
0: that's cool. That I might just, be my well. I got to the
1: mushrooms thing. and I like I knew they were gonna blow up, so I just shot a fireball at him. <laughs> I didn't know there was a guy in the middle of them. And the whole cave blew up and, like, lagged the game. There were so many explosions.
0: He calls out. I, he didn't call out. No.
1: I must not have gotten close enough. I knew they were exploding mushrooms, so I just blew them the fuck up.
0: <laughs> I think I
1: saw, like, a table in the back corner of his. When
0: you get close enough, there's also a cutscene that kind of. I didn't play. get that either. Oh, my God. You are just like. That oh. might
1: only be if you have the mission. No. Oh, I didn't get a cutscene or anything. I just shot a fireball at the mushrooms. because I knew they'd blow up.
0: That's funny.
1: I didn't want to get close enough. I have one of my guys randomly get too close. Okay, so I heard about this story from like a little short video type thing. Mm -hmm. Like a minute long thing. I'm like, this is going to be a cool story. This was a while back. I think I told you about it. Not that I was going to do it, but I think I might have told you the story. Hopefully I didn't. So this is about Olga of Kiev.
0: You have not told me about this, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Ah, uh, this lady's awesome. I know exactly. <laughs> She's who you're... my hero. Uh, I, at least I'm pretty sure I think I know who you're talking and about. And I don't say that lightly. I
1: don't have heroes, but this lady is now my hero. So when I first heard the story, obviously I, I, know, I thought it was kind of a cool and interesting story. And I thought after hearing about this lady that that, that quote, hell have no fury like a woman scorned, Yeah, would be about this lady. Cause it fits her perfectly. Yeah. But it's, I was wrong. It's not about her.
0: Yeah. We talked about this last week. Yes. You thought that's what, what it was based off.
1: Yeah. But I said, I was going to look up the quote and see what it was. The um, so the, this isn't about her. This is about the quote. Um, the quote actually, since I brought it up, it comes from a play by William Cosgrove. And it came out almost like a thousand years after her. Uh, the is called the morning bride. It was written in 1697. And the phrase, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned, is a misquote. Damn. So the actual phrase is, and all those ills which thou so long hast mourned, heaven has no rage, like love to hatred turned, nor hell a fury like a woman scorned. But even though this came out like a thousand years after her, I think it describes her
0: the best. Well, I think that kind of describes a lot of women too. That's Uh, kind of the point of the quote.
1: Yeah, but... This lady is above and beyond. She's like what you would Fair call enough. extra.
0: <laughs> now, she's built different.
1: Yes. Okay, so about Olga now. Olga. Said it weird. So, we don't know when Olga was born. And we don't know much about her before she got married. We do know that Nate's walking away.
0: I am. I was going to call attention to him, but you decided to talk. You're about
1: supposed her. to narrate it like a noir cat. Nate must get tissues. <laughs> He's having allergy issues because he's a little bitch, and he lets he lets little things like dust and pollen mess with him and push him around. Dust and pollen bully him, (laughs) and he just takes it.
0: It's not my fault.
1: (laughs) Just a little microscopic thing is taking you out.
0: It's not my fault.
1: I always thought that was funny when people would be like, man, is a top of the food chain. I'm like, really? Microscopic bacteria can wipe you out. Yeah, just, doesn't because, it, uh, just because it
0: can. Does that mean you're not as high and that? The... Doesn't mean. Am I just, muted? No, I'm not, you're not. Just because it can doesn't necessarily mean we aren't technically on the top of the food chain.
1: Yeah, except like one little plague can wipe out a third of the population.
0: Yeah, well look what we did to animal life. Fuck yeah. them animals. Yeah,
1: we 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 are successfully destroying the planet.
0: Yeah. Top okay. of the food chain, baby.
1: So old guy. So we don't know much about her before she got married. We know she's of Viking descent and that when she got married she was at the oldest, maybe fifteen years old.
0: That's about right for that time.
1: Yeah. Well, they only lived to like 25, 30. <laughs> so, you know, this is halfway through life already. Exactly. So uh, she married Prince Igor of Kiev. So Igor was the son of Rurik, who founded the Rurik dynasty. And when his father passed away, he was under the protection of a man called Oleg. That was kind of like his legal guardian. Are these? His age.
0: Are these? I'm guessing these it was sounds... his age.
1: It's like Russian that. Sounds area. like what's well, Kiev? <laughs> yes, it's Ukraine. So it sounds like
0: it sounds like this is like Vikings.
1: No, she is a Viking descent. I know. Well, there, this is back all... when it was uh, still all tribal over there, like different tribes. Gotcha. So, but not... it is like you said, it is the uh, when they make their little empire, it is like I forget the three areas it covered, but one was like Ukraine. Well, Kiev's in Ukraine. I know, but before...
0: Uh, I mean, before it was technically Ukraine.
1: So if you look it up, look up uh, the Kievan Rus, um, and you can see what of the the three major places it took up. Kievan Rus. You have the laptop. I don't have it. I do have a laptop. So he was... um, uh, Oleg was like his legal guardian. And Oleg helped to conquer neighboring tribes and to consolidate the power to make the tribal federation of Kievan Rus... Nice. Now there was a neighboring tribe known as the Drevlians.
0: I was about to say the Germans. What? The Germans.
1: No. I thought you actually said Drevans, I like, think it's close. No. Um the uh Kievan Rus had kind of like a complex relationship with the Drevlians. Mm-hmm. So while Oleg was alive, the Drevlians were paying tribute to Uh, the Kievan Rus-like empire. When Oleg passed away, they stopped paying tribute and they started paying their tributes to the local warlord instead.
0: That seems about right. That happens.
1: Yeah, because now it's like, all that power collapsed, so, you know.
0: Why would I keep paying them?
1: Yeah. So Igor basically wasn't having any of that shit. He was kind of in charge now, right? And he set out with an army to go and confront them and make them pay tribute. That's fun. And he showed up with his massive army, completely outnumbered them. So they agreed to pay his tribute. <laughs> hey, pay the money. Well, yeah, right away, sir. Yeah, basically this is what happened. No problem. So they agreed to pay the tribute, and Igor headed back home with his whole like army. And on the way back, he decided, you know what? I want a bigger tribute. So he went back to the Drevlians. Uh, greed. But this time, he only brought a small escort, not his whole army. And that was stupid. Yeah, very stupid.
0: I, I mean, so, you just you just upset them by by making. Yeah, him... and then you
1: go back with a smaller group of people that they can outnumber and demand more money.
0: What could go wrong?
1: So, um, since he went back with a small portion, they, you know, mm-hmm. they outnumbered him and um, they captured him. They murdered the people he brought with him, and they murdered him. Hmm. So. They don't know if this really happened. It might have been like a, what's it called? Propaganda. Not No, not propaganda. It might have been kind of like a, shit, like flavored texted up. You know,
0: that's called propaganda.
1: (laughs) But no, because I believe this was written after, (laughs) way after the fact. They said that Igor was tied to tree trunks and torn in two pieces.
0: Oh, you mean this specific part? Might yes. Be just flavor text? Yeah. So they said they don't really know if that actually happened. It was tied written in a book. tree trunks? But it might have been... Did you say tied to a tree uh, trunk?
1: Embellished. That's a goddamn word I was trying to think of. Yes, it said tied to tree trunks and torn in two. How? I don't know. They could have used fucking horses. Tied an arm and a leg to a tree trunk and... The other half to a horse
0: and they get specific enough to say hey or he bent was bent some to trees, a tree. tied them to him, then cut the ropes. <clears throat> or tied him to a tree, cut the tree in half, and let the tree falling rip him in half. I don't know. I just said tree It did say tree trunks,
1: which can Plural. Me. Yes. Mm. But either way, if that happened, you know it's pretty brutal the way they took him out. But either way, they killed him. That's the catalyst here. Yeah. So after Igor was killed, Olga took rule of of Kevin Roos in place of their son, who at the time was too young to rule. I forget what that's called where they can do that.
0: Um there's a few things that they can do that. So
1: I don't know the names of them though. But this is where it gets it gets <clears throat> it she gets can rule and you get her legend.
0: This <laughs> is where so, it
1: gets good. While she was in charge of the well, uh, while she was in charge, the Drevlians sent a ship to her like her lands. And up to her, uh, what did they call it? Her court. Mm-hmm. And um, they showed up with I, I believe it was like twenty Drevlian negotiators. And when they showed up, they informed Olga that they had killed her husband, and that she should marry their leader. So oh, okay, she says, um, I actually have the quote. She responded to them, your proposal, your proposal is pleasing to me, indeed. My husband cannot rise again from the dead, but I desire to honor you tomorrow in the presence of my people. Return now to your boat and remain there with an aspect of arrogance. I shall send for you on the morrow, and you shall say, We will not ride on horses nor go on foot. Carry us in our boat, and you shall be carried in your boat. So they leave and they go back to their boat. The next day comes and they approach the court and they basically say exactly what she said. What she told them to say, you know? Yeah. So her people rise up and they pick up the boat and they carry them into her court where they promptly throw the boat full of 20 people into a giant pit she had dug overnight (laughs) and bury them alive in their boat. Nice. Nice. Now it said that Olga knelt down and watched as they were being buried, and did I write it down? She said uh, something like, um, uh, "Is this the uh, like? Is this honorable enough for you, or something like that?" Right? You think it is? <laughs> oh no! Wait, did I write it down? She <laughs> asked whether they found the. The honor to their taste. That's what she asks them. Ah, uh, yes. Dirt. Okay. So now she sends a letter to the Drevlians. They don't know about what happened. Because, you know, everybody that went was just killed. Yep. So nobody can bring a message back. So she sends a letter to the Drevlians asking them to send their uh, most distinguished men to her in Kiev so that she might go to their prince with due honor. So not knowing what happened he sends another boat amazing with i believe it was 20 more men and it was like all distinguished men from like this one area like one like city or town <laughs> and they show up and um <laughs> this lady's a bit badass she says uh she sees them coming and she says you know before we talk i would like you guys you know your your honored guests, please relax and bathe in our bath, bathhouse. And she sends her people to prepare the bathhouse. Mm-hmm. So once the twenty men enter the bathhouse when it's ready, they light it on fire from the doors.
0: Oh, that's fun.
1: So they can't get out. You know, there's only one way out, and that's on fire. So they burn alive in the bathhouse. <laughs> then she sends another message to the Drevlians because <laughs> they still have no idea what the hell's happening. She's killed two shiploads of her people. But since they're all dead, nobody can bring a message. Yeah. So she sends another note to them. And she says, uh, the note says, prepare great quantities of mead in the city where you killed my husband, that I may weep over his grave and hold a funeral feast for him. (sighs) So (laughs) the funny thing is like, Mm -hmm. like she like, you got it, buddy. She sticks to her word, basically. She she goes there and, uh, like, with the people in the boat. She says, mm-hmm. say these words and we will carry you. Yeah. And they did. You know, she's sticking to her word. She's not lying. She's not lying. So she travels over there with her some of her people, not, like, her full army. And they did what she asked. You know, they had a mead ready. Uh, it was, like, a tomb that they buried Igor in. And they had meal, uh, you know, food and mead and everything ready to go in there. And she went in and she did indeed, you know, kneel down and weep for her husband. And then they all feasted and a bunch of Drevlians joined them. And she kind of like told her people to hold back on the drinking. And yeah, the Drevlians don't get too drunk. got shit-faced. And then she told her people to slaughter them. So they went around like slitting all the Drevlian throats and everything. And And that feast night, They killed 5,000 Drevlians. Jesus. That's quite a bit. And then she returned back to Kiev to prepare an army to go back and finish them. So, you know, she heads back. She gets everything ready. She heads back to the Drevlians with her whole, uh, the whole Kievan Rus army. And they proceed to go around sacking like every one of their cities and pushing them back and pushing them back and pushing them back. Right. Until they're all in the town of Iskoristan and that's the city in which her husband was murdered. And they start to lay siege to the town or city, right? Yeah. But they don't cave right away. The siege actually lasts like a full year.
0: That's actually very common for sieges to last a long time like that. Yeah. And you know, a siege
1: is when like they circle the city, don't allow supplies in or out, things like that.
0: Yeah, they're starving them out. Yes,
1: exactly. So she sends in a note or a letter and it says, uh, why do you persist in holding out? All your cities have surrendered to me and submitted to tribute so that the inhabitants now cultivate their fields and their lands in peace. But you had rather die of hunger without submitting to tribute. So they reply to her and they basically say, you know, we're worried that you're just going to slaughter us if we surrender rightfully so <laughs> you know you're what we did to your husband you've already killed you know our two ships of people you killed 5000 people in the feast night massacre We're afraid to concede and she lets them know that she um her vengeance has been like satiated yeah she said the two ships and the feast night massacre that was it that was enough i just want you to submit and pay tribute like you were and supposed like to you were supposed to do. Right. So she tells them that for tribute, she wants them to send her, uh, what was it, I think, believe three pigeons and three sparrows from all of their houses. And the Dreadlings are kind of like excited. They're like, that's it. We just got to give you, you know, some birds, three pigeons and three sparrows from each house. So they're like, um, they prepare the birds and everything. And they ship them out. You know, they're like I said, they're excited. They're like, "This is a, you know, simple tribute, no big deal."
0: We can get, we can be over. She'll leave us in this. peace. The yeah. siege
1: will be over. We'll be able to, you know, eat again. <laughs> we'll be able to, you know, go out and till our land, all that shit.
0: I mean, they have food, but
1: <laughs> so she gets all the birds, and she has her soldiers tie a piece of sulfur and scraps of fabric to every single bird. And then she waits till nightfall that night and they light the sulfur and let the birds go. What do birds do?
0: What do birds do? Uh, they like to eat, seeds. Well, they fly. You know what I mean. These are,
1: these are like messenger birds. What do messenger birds do when you release them? Fly back. Yes. All the birds fly back to their homes <laughs> with these burning pieces of sulfur hooked to them. And the whole city goes up in flames. That's and they said awesome. the city went up with such intensity, they had no chance of fighting it because almost every house was on fire. Donate that tri- paid tribute <clears throat> was on fire almost simultaneously. And then she had her soldiers start to slaughter everybody who ran out of the city. Well, not everybody. She slaughtered a lot of them, and she also enslaved a bunch of them. Then the ones that stayed behind had to pay tribute. <laughs>
0: That's, and they're like, well, you've lived during the fire. Yeah, basically, you survived, there's only a few of you left, you're going to pay tribute? Like, yeah, pay tribute now. Um, That sounds like a good idea to me. I think so, I'll do that. Yeah, so they ended up, you know, she ended up you know,
1: burning their whole, well, all in all, she killed what, two shiploads? Two shiploads, 5, 000, 20 something. each. So 40 initially, 40. then 5,000 on a feast night. 40. Two shiploads. Two ships, 20 each. Yeah, to 40. 40. Then the night of the feast, she killed 5,000 Drevlians. Yeah. Then she sacked all their cities, put them to siege, then burned their city to the ground. Yeah. Slaughtering a bunch as they tried to escape the burning city and mm-hmm. enslaving the others. And then the last people that were left of the Drevlians paid tribute. She went back home.
0: She's like, all right, this has been a good job. Good work, everybody. Let's go home. Yep. Uh, There's actually a
1: quote about the whole thing too, like the, the fire. It said there was not a house that was not consumed and it was impossible to extinguish the flames because all the houses caught fire at once. <laughs> so, don't fuck with this lady, basically. This is why, like, I thought that quote might have been about her. You know, they killed her husband and she fucking demolished everything about them.
0: Well, they certainly learned a valuable lesson that day. It's like... Uh, do piss off people, especially women.
1: It's like, you know, someone pisses you off, so you nuke their whole city. That's it. We it's
0: did done. that. Yes, we have. Twice. But that
1: wasn't like... I would say that wasn't as um,
0: over the top of a rea- uh, reaction. to What, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Are you talking about Pearl Harbor? Yeah. That's an extreme overreaction. So they start a whole war with us,
1: and we nuke them. This was killing one guy, and she basically nuked them.
0: She killed, let's say, 6,000. I'm saying... Let's round up and say I'm saying
1: someone starts a war with you, and you finish the war. It's not as much of an overreaction as you wiping out all their people because they killed one guy. Hold on.
0: Well, yes and no.
1: You know, war is war. You're going to... Everybody's going to get hurt.
0: They were in war, though, at that time. Who? Japan? Yeah.
1: No, what? we were at war with Germany, and Japan came over thinking they could take no. advantage of it.
0: The United States wasn't in the war at that point. But the war was going on. Yes, but the United States was not involved with no, the war. No, but they war thought then. they could take advantage of it, and that's why they attacked Pearl Harbor. They thought they would need to ha- take advantage of it, which was a bad move. It was, because the United States was like, okay, it looks like we're getting, getting now into Now we're this in war. the war. Now we're in the war. Yeah, exactly. But I'm that... saying
1: if someone starts a war with you and you finish the war, it's that's it. That's not really that much of an overreaction.
0: You're fucking finishing the war. It Okay. So 2,000 people died or 2,403 people died in Pearl Harbor. Okay?
1: Mhm. And how many people died in the whole war?
0: Nope, that's not the question. Yeah, it is. <laughs> cuz it was
1: we we joined the war so now you're talking about all the people that died in the war
0: hold on i'm looking up something else related to this <laughs> so 200 and uh, 2403 people died at pearl harbor yeah. between the two nukes. One hundred and twenty nine to two hundred and twenty six thousand people were killed during the two bombings. Yeah. In Japan. But this is still war. Yes. So is hers. Hers is a war. Well, yeah, but it's a
1: war fought over one person dying, not a war of you just trying to destroy our whole.
0: Not necessarily. Naval fleet. Not necessarily. It's a. War. Not necessarily. It was one guy. They killed all his men. and then the, his... Yeah, but I think it was like a handful of men. Right. For that time, that's... Uh...
1: Okay, Nate, you win. I don't, want to, I don't want to debate Pearl Harbor with you.
0: All I'm saying is... Whenever this... we
1: go to war, we always go in with our biggest, baddest weapons.
0: <laughs> all I'm saying is, this is definitely an escalation of uh, violence, but we've seen some crazy-ass escalation of violence. Well, oh, there's been tons of them. I'm just saying this is a lot for... That her time? husband. No, it is quite a lot. But it's it's also funny to think about. It's like, oh, they took... Because they, they only sank one ship, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Something I, I like that.
1: I know. Was... A lot of people did die. I think they thought there was going to be... Didn't they think there was going to be more ships there
0: when yeah. they bombed? Yeah.
1: I thought they thought something like the whole naval fleet was going to be there, so that's why they came in. Mm-hmm. Thinking they could take out the whole fleet in one shot.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think they thought both the carriers were there. You know what would be a good comparison? I feel like uh, comparing be, uh, World War Two to that one lady is a good
1: comparison. No, no, it would be a better comparison if you use that. Uh, was it that Greek lady, Helena of Troy? Helen of Troy.
0: Helen of Troy,
1: where the whole war was fought over love. They were trying to take this lady. Yeah. Yeah, that's better comparison, I think.
0: I don't know. I think it's a very good comparison to compare this lady to two nuclear bombs. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, no. Okay. Wait. 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 Comparing her
1: to a nuke, That's yes. That's what I
0: was doing <laughs> the entire time. You were like, no, no, I'm not, no, I'm not, talk, no. I'm talking, I'm.
1: Now I'm kind of fucking confused. Now I got Helen and Troy in my head, and I've got Olga in my head.
0: Olga is comparable to our reaction to Japan. It would be, yeah, so it would be like. That is a severe.
1: Olga hesitation. is like the equivalent of a nuke.
0: Yes. That's. Yes. That's what I was saying. Yeah, no, I was, yeah, like, no, was talking.
1: I'm talking about like the like you're comparing a war versus one lady for love killing off a bunch of people. I was saying you can't really put was, them in the same. I, category.
0: I was trying to say the escalation is the equivalent. That's what I was trying to get at, and maybe I didn't get that across correctly well, the first time. Because
1: in my mind, I don't think of the nukes as really an escalation. I think it's just war. How? Because war is war. And you always go in with your biggest weapons. How? It is an escalation because now everybody has nukes, so we don't think about them as. But you have to. How we make bigger, better jets that cost trillions of dollars, and
0: each, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we still do. But, nukes. Yeah, I don't know. I... It just.
1: I think. I was wondering when I was reading this story if, like, if she didn't have Viking heritage, <laughs> would she have retaliated this? This strongly. That's a good question. Because she comes from a warring culture. Not necessarily. I don't know if I. I don't know if I wrote down the name of the actual like. Uh, what they called her. Um.
0: got the destroyer.
1: No, no. If you look up online, you can find out like. The actual the term they use for her Viking heritage, and it was like. Warring tribes of Vikings. Oh, specifically those types. Yes. There was a certain word they used. I I don't remember what it was. Gotcha. So she came from a warring culture. And then they killed the man she loved. And she did what she knew. And then it gets, then she becomes Christian. That's, that's about. Well, maybe not Christian. She got baptized. That's
0: Catholicism, I'm pretty sure.
1: And there's like a lot written about when she got baptized. Well, that's very I don't common. get into all of that. What year is this? Uh, she got baptized like in 13. Um, let me see. 12. She passed away in
0: 969. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, you know, after all the this stuff, her son eventually took over. Mm-hmm. You know, he became of age and she kind of still remained she remained there she um refused any type of marriage proposal seems about right like you know igor was it and uh she still stayed in the city and whenever her son would go on like um long military campaigns yeah she was in charge
0: that seems about right cuz
1: like she did like obviously she she did good ruling the city <laughs> and like um, she did a very good job. Before he came of age, it was also uh, the siege of Kiev in 968. hmm And uh, that might have been when he was old enough. He might have been on a campaign, but she defended the city. So Sweet. she knew she knew what the fuck she was doing. She
0: eating. knew what she was about. Um, She played a lot of fuck around and found out, and people did find out. Yeah. Uh,
1: So she also did a lot of shit while she was in charge. Like, um... She actually did, like, the first legal reform in Europe. Okay. And what she did was she set up, like, uh, instead of going around collecting tribute, she set up, like, um, trading posts. And they would collect a tribute in every town instead. Oh. And send it in. That's smart. And uh, she also set up, like, designated, like, hunting ground areas. She, um she was i think i believe she was the first one to start po- actually posting land borders so people knew exactly where land disputes and everything were you know
0: that's interesting
1: um apparently like everything she did actually helped <laughs> establish uh helped with the establishment of national boundaries By setting up like regional trading posts and marking all the land and everything. So she kind of started that whole thing over there.
0: That's neat. Because a lot of the time they used to just do it by like from one land marker to another land marker, like very well, like from one side of the river to the other side of the river is what you own. Yeah. That's how they used to do yeah, it. Yeah.
1: She like, she divided up the land and posted everything and had it all marked and set up the trading posts and set up hunting grounds. and. That's funny. Which is also interesting too, because like back then, a lot of times women weren't really in a, a state of power. And Depends what what area and what exactly, time. yeah, it changes back and forth. And when she was, she established stuff that continued on from then. So she um,
0: definitely was a very good influence. Yeah, it was like a huge coming in and been like, well, you killed my husband, now I will destroy you. Yeah, yeah. Now she did a lot more than that. Um, so
1: she did convert, like I said, she converted to Christianity. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was baptized as Helena. That was like her Christian name, I guess. Yeah. Um, when she came back home, she established churches in their lands, and she worked towards converting them to Christianity. Mm-hmm. And she initially did say, look, I'm a pagan. And they eventually, you know, converted her and everything. But one kind of cool thing is that even though they put these churches in and she was actively converting people, her son, Igor, and I'm sure she agreed with it, uh, they vowed that they wouldn't force nor punish any of their people who refused to convert. That's good. Yeah, they like, they weren't like, you know, convert kind of, or die. That's kind of like what Rome did for a while. <laughs> so if they were pagan they got and they wanted to stay pagan, they just stayed pagan and they didn't get punished for it. As long as they were, you know, doing what they were supposed to be doing, basically. Yeah. And following the other rules, I guess. Uh, Do like,
0: you know how... An- this is slightly off-topic, but also on the same kind of, like, uh train of thought. Do you know how Rome eventually became Greek? What? <laughs> no. Do you know how Rome eventually became, like, Christians? Mm, no. <laughs> I'm, wait, I might? I don't know. It's goofy. It's really goofy. So, I don't know what year it is, but the current... It's- 2023. Okay, fair enough. Um, Basically, what happens is Rome week. is not doing... It's like two weeks. Yeah, two weeks, you're right. Yeah. We, we got a little bit of time. Um, <clears throat> Rome's not doing great. They're fighting a lot of wars. They're not doing really well. They're losing a lot. And there's a very important battle coming up, and the current Caesar, or Kaiser, depending on who you ask, Just is... like the um, Rolls
1: kind there like rolls called like
0: Kaiser rolls or something rolls yeah like bread I've never heard of them
1: you don't get no tolls we don't get no rolls
0: Kaiser means king in German king rolls yeah but it stems from the Latin word from Caesar or Kaiser
1: okay so some people said Kaiser and some people
0: said Caesar I think I think the actual Roman word is Kaiser something like that What? Kaiser.
1: I can't do weird little accents like
0: that. Yeah. It's it's just Latin. I do like Kaiser dressing on my salad, though. I've heard somebody say, like, the actual full name in Latin, which was, like, Julia Caesar. Or, no, Julia Kaiser. I can't remember his first name. Akbar Muhammad. Nope. You sure? I'm positive. (laughs) There was no... Like Muslim Caesars. <laughs> Caesar Brutus
1: Muhammad.
0: Brutus Muhammad. Anyways, what I was talking about is... Robertson. The, the Whenever Rome was not doing so great and they're fighting a lot of wars, they were losing a lot. The current Kaiser Caesar was Constantine. And he basically... He fought demons. He did. Uh... He basically kind of right before a big a long time. before a big battle, he was praying, like basically saying, if any god would give him a favor, he would like thank them forever, and he would dedicate his life to them. And so Christians swarmed in. Nope, I saw an opening. Nope, not quite. Uh, then he went to sleep before the big battle, and during his sleep, he saw a cross in his dreams, and then he woke up, and they won the battle, and he was like, from then on, we're Christian. We're Christian. Which is funny, because it was like, oh, I saw the cross. There was the just Christians. some monk over him holding it. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: then when he woke up and he saw it, he fucking knocked him back out and ran out of the temple.
0: What's funny and... is that he, he saw the cross and thought, ah, oh, yes, the Christians are here to help me. Their God is here to help me. Considering, what what was the cross?
1: A Torture device. Used by who? The Romans. Yeah. So so he saw a torture device they use.
0: He saw well. And said, hey, I'm going to convert. <laughs> it wasn't a torture device. It was an execution execution device. Yeah. Well, yeah. Eh. So he saw.
1: I his... mean, it is an execution device, but it it was long and torturous. Right before you died. It's an arduous. Usually, guy. you uh, died from suffocation. Yeah, that's true. Actually, the lungs gave out from being exhausted.
0: Yeah. Uh... So it's like wait a second you guys implement this like this is a thing you guys use so it's not odd for you to see it in yeah. a dream and he was like no we're christians now so i like, dreamed of a coffee cup and it's like oh, oh okay that's like dreaming of a plate and going we're pastafarians now pastafarians yep we now worship the flying spaghetti monster
1: or the what's the unicorn we talked about that one the unicorn? The yes. invisible... The Purp- purple... The invisible-, invisible purple unicorn. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when... Um, I know I mentioned this before, but my friend messaged me when like... You know, Pastafarian's been around for a little while now. It Has been around for a little bit. When my friend messaged me out of nowhere like a few years ago. And he's like, I will never forget that you started the first pasta-based religion. <laughs> Pasta based religion. But I only had 15 followers. So I, I was only going to, I only started it to get tax exemption. <laughs> my whole goal. You what more could I you didn't. want? Exactly. I told them that straight up. Like, look, I just need like 50 people. So <laughs> I can register us and,
0: you know, not to pay taxes. Anyways, that's, that was kind of my thought process whenever you're talking about her con- converting to Christianity. It was yeah. like the Romans did that and it was goofy.
1: So, uh, um, with her converting thing, there's a lot about it. And I like, I'd recommend going in and read it. And the story was about more about her revenge you for love. actually read her conversion? She was still badass even when she was converting. That's funny. You so never So here's here's a, Here's one story. I didn't even write this down. I remember it. <laughs> right? So she was baptized. I can't remember who baptized her. But the guy referred to, during the baptism, he said, you are now my sister and all this stuff, right? And he baptized her as Helena and, all this other shit, right? Yeah. And remember I said she refused all proposals. Mm-hmm. Well, he kept sending her gifts, kept sending her gifts and like, you know, silver and gold and jewels and all this other stuff. Then eventually he said, you, you know, you should marry me. And she said, she went up to him and she was like, look, this isn't in her words. Cause I don't, I didn't write her. Look quote her quote down. Bitch. But she said straight up to him. She's like, look, by your own religion, and your own rules, it would be a sin and illegal for me to marry you because you call me your sister.
0: <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, so she fucking she was just badass all throughout her life. I can't believe she fucking brother zoned that dude.
1: Yeah, and uh, she went. He's like, "You've outsmarted me, <laughs> you bastard!" And then she he continued to send her gifts. <laughs> That's funny. But using his own words, she outsmarted him that she did not have to marry him. And Listen. And you know how, like, you're like a brother to me. You know how, like, r- religions and shit were. You know, the do what we want or you're going to get hurt type shit. So she completely outsmarted him using his own words so he really couldn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you call me your sister. We can't get married. We are brother and sister. That's a sin. You can't. You can't commit. And he just said, "Yeah, you, you have outsmarted me." And then she just went on living, and he kept sending her gifts. She ended up dying. Uh, she passed away in nineteen sixty nine. And wait, nine sixty nine. Sorry, <laughs> I was like, "That's that's not true." Uh, almost six hundred years after her death,
0: she was named a saint. Oh, well, that's cool. In fifteen forty seven, does it, she is it was... Saint Olga or is it Saint Helena? Um,
1: I've seen it as Olga, but her Christian name is Helena. So I think it would be St. Helena. I think technically it would be St. Helena. Yes. So she actually has a feast day and everything. That's cool. Uh, in night, uh, in 1547, she was sainted by the Russian Orthodox church with the epithet. Ep, I can never say this fucking word. Epithet.
0: Epithet. 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 I think is correct. Uh, it was equal to the apostles. Oh,
1: so she was like St. Helena equal to the apostles. I don't remember when her feast day is. It was like April 11th or something.
0: You don't I, remember her feast day? No.
1: You can look it up if you want. There was actually multiple days too. How could you? Like... Uh, how could you? Put a uh, point her, I think. Because I saw like four or five different dates. But yeah. That's Olga of Kiev. That's really cool. And I do. basically what she did for love. <laughs> and how she kind of changed all of europe <laughs> all over like uh no not europe the european area they call it the european
0: territories um i think it's the you just said it at the beginning it's the russ the no
1: no 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 i'm no i'm saying like um the the the, the changes she made
0: did they affected affect all europe? of europe because yeah. europe was still using like
1: no, that's what it said. It said Waters. it, it, said it uh, affected all, like, European policy. Oh, there you go.
0: Because I know... I know And Europe. it was also
1: the first ever legal reform in Europe, it said. The first ever?
0: Yeah, she basically that's did the first ever legal reform I mean, by changing is... the way tributes were done. <clears throat> that's interesting. I mean, that makes sense, too, because this was, what, you said 90... Nine, and what?
1: Like nine fifty 50-something.
0: Yeah, so I guess that does make sense, but that's kind of crazy to think about. So, yeah, not only did she, like, show her fucking, like,
1: Viking wrath, she helped change society. You And I thought it was pretty cool that even though she converted, they didn't force her people to.
0: Not everyone's zealots. No.
1: A lot are, though. A lot
0: are. Back in the past.
1: Still, today. But you saw it a lot more. Like, even when we fucking came to the new world... We were like, "convert or die." You, you have a
0: choice, well, not really. you have a choice, not good ones, but you do have a choice. you know God gave you free
1: will. You can choose to live or by our rules or die.
0: yeah, do you ever you know the term um cake or death? no manifest destiny. did you ever see that comedy special?
1: no. Um, Eddie Izzard.
0: We've talked about Eddie Izzard a few yeah. times, and I've seen some of the stuff. He's doing
1: the whole skit, like, cake or death. He's like, cake or death? And the guy's like, uh, cake? Give him a piece of cake. He's like, cake or death? Cake? And he keeps going, and he's like, cake or death? And he's like, guy's like, cake? And he's like, we didn't think it would be such a rush. We have We're out of cake. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's goofy. Well... Chris, is there anything you would like to add? No. Because it is, it is, it's not late, late. Normally we go on longer and we vamp a lot more. Yeah, but this is actually a
1: short episode. We're not even at an hour yet. Usually we're at like an hour 30, hour 40 by the time we end. You know,
0: we're mixing it up a little bit. We're being more clear and concise with the way we do things. It's also one story. That's true. Next week we'll probably be just in shambles. Yes. I have to find out what I'm going to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. I told you not, not to worry about this week because I had this story. Yeah, I just I like the story. Now
0: kind of want to find some historical event. I wish I could remember that damn word. We can talk about Rome. <laughs> I'm gonna look up that word. What word?
1: Uh, the what they called her for being a, like the Viking heritage type stuff.
0: Um, a menace to society. A menace. Viking. A jarl. No. Viking. Whoa! Lands.
1: There's the word regent. She was a regent for her son.
0: Oh shit! I was actually. That's not a Viking thing. S- her,
1: no, 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 no! I, I didn't get to that part yet. Oh, okay. Her son's name was.
0: Fuck. Good luck.
1: Hold on, I'm, I'm working this out in my head. Sviatoslav. S v i a t o s l a v. Sviatoslav.
0: I like how she has, like, a very Slav. Norse-sounding name, and her husband has a very Norse-sounding name, and then her son's like, hmm, <laughs> Russian, Slavic name, love it.
1: Uh, eventually, they made it all, like, a Christian kingdom, apparently. That happens in it's Europe. Like his nephew, Vladimir. So where is it? Let me see if I can find this thing where it says about her. <sighs> Oh, she was a Ferengian, which means Viking. She's a Ferengi. And was born in Pleskov. She's really good at trading. Ferengi? Yeah. Oh, okay, so uh, Kievan Rus was
0: Russia, Ukraine, and Belarus. Yes. I didn't know it was Belarus as well. Like, I did know about Kievan Rus.
1: Yeah. and Like, it says here, I didn't cover it, but the Drevlians actually had fought with them. Like teamed up with uh drevlin Rusek certain for certain fights and stuff mm, i see but it was like uh it was kind of like that guy Oleg that kind of kept it together until he passed away and they're like nope we're done we ain't paying you shit <clears throat> that happens quite
0: frequently and they're like okay we'll pay we'll pay call the call the birds off please the call the of birds gods. off everybody's dying around me it's just all on fire my God, Hitchcock isn't even alive yet. Get the fucking
1: birds out of here. Oh, I was right. July 11th is the main main commemoration Uh, uh her feast day. It's uh, the anniversary of her death. Then is a fixed feast day, which is May 22nd.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting. May 25th, sorry. Uh, Synaxis of Saints of Valnia. Sure. R-O-C-O-R and Greek Orthodox. July 15th. Uh, synaxis of all saints of Kiev. How many saints are from Kiev?
0: Uh, a few of them. I mean, this is also the Russian Orthodox Church, and you got to remember. So Russia. she gets honored in
1: her main day, July 11th, in the Synaxis of saints of Valnia on the 25th of May, the Synaxis of all saints of Kiev on July 15th, and the Synaxis of saints of Valnia again on October 10th, <laughs> which is apparent... Uh, there's also a of saints of
0: Pskov, which is a movable holiday. So I pulled up a list of all the Russian saints. <laughs> but it says of Kiev. I know, but you got to remember, uh, that was a part of Russia for a very long part of time. I don't know. You know, it says they have like a, stat- a monument for her and
1: it's a monument of- to Princess Olga. Hmm. St. Apostle Andrew, their first called and enlighteners, Cyril, and some other people.
0: Yeah, so I pulled up a list of all their saints, and um, there's quite a bit, actually. No, she was St. Olga. So they didn't know her
1: Christian name. That's no, interesting. So it's like Monument of St. Olga by so-and-so, Monument of St. Olga by so-and-so, Olga Bridge, and I can't pronounce that, P-S-K-O-V, Skov. St. Olga's Chapel in the same place. St. Olga. Princess Olga Airport since 2019 through a win in a poll against someone else <laughs> in the airport after her. A monument in Vladimir. A monument in Moscow. Damn. She's everywhere. Oh, yeah. Present on the Millennium of Russia Monument in Veliky, Novgorod. Uh, St. Olga Roman Catholic Cathedral in Moscow. St. Olga Equal to the Apostles Russian Orthodox Cathedral in Moscow. She's, yeah, she's a big deal. Oh, wait. St. Olga Equal to the Apostles Russian Orthodox Cathedral in Olga... Yeah, that's another one. In Olga Primorge. St. Um, Whatever the hell STS is, saints. It must be saints.
0: So her efforts to bring Christianity to Kiev were resisted by her son, but continued by her grandson Vladimir. Yes. Yeah. Um,
1: she has a church in Chicago. In Chicago. Yeah. Uh, It says Saint uh, STS. Like I said, I think STS is saints. It says saints of Vol Vladimir and Olga. Ukrainian Catholic Church in Chicago. And Canada. I can't forget the Canadians. St. Vladimir and Olga Ukrainian Catholic Cathedral and Parish Hall in Winnipeg. Um, Also in Dauphin? Dauphin? Manitoba?
0: I don't know where that's at.
1: And Windsor, Ontario. I do know where that's at. And in Australia. Good for her. And she has a seal. A little harp seal. So don't club it.
0: Okay. Fucking yikes. (laughs) He's like, what are you? Oh, yes. Fair enough. So, yeah, she's got a lot of history. Yeah. That's her main thing was her wrath. She was certainly wrathful.
1: That's interesting. You know what? You are the embodiment of one of our deadly sins. Let's saint you.
0: Yes, you gotta remember um, God is great Yes Also, through Jesus all things are possible so jot that down Yes, (laughs) murder and death Oh, especially that Yes. He won't drown us again, that's pretty cool Also uh,
1: we're all created in God's image and God can do no wrong but if you're born gay, you're a sinner
0: that's, I don't that's, get that one. That is a difference of opinions. I think it's just people being assholes. There's nowhere in the Bible does it say. No, it does not
1: say anywhere in the Bible except that.
0: for about sodomy. That's
1: not even in there. That's just the name of the fucking town. So- Sodom and, Sodom and Gomorrah.
0: Gomorrah. Yes. Yeah.
1: And it was too It was the whole, all the town wanting to have sex with angels, which are androgynous
0: who doesn't want to have a sex with an androgynous so being? So you find
1: the uh, homosexuality is a sin in that story. The guy at work does. That's where he gets his his insight from. <clears throat> I'm like, so you're taking your moral compass from that story? He's like, yeah. I'm like, so you're okay with offering your daughters up for gang rape? Or your daughter's getting you drunk and getting pregnant by you? Mm-hmm. You're, you're all cool with that part of it. Yeah. What are you talking about? I'm like, you didn't even fucking read it. You just went by what your preacher told
0: you. You should not take the Bible literally half the time. Well, he didn't even know the story. He just went <laughs> by what his preacher had said. I love it. Like, I love it. You know At how to read, read the Bible. Yeah. The Bible. The Bibbly. Anyways, Chris, I should head out. You should go to sleep. And we should just, you and know. someday you should even come out. I'm not gay. Stop telling people that. The whole world hears it now. You can't hide. Okay. Stop telling people that I'm gay. It's not true. I have enough issues already, okay? I'm just adding to it. I don't need you to add to it. People already make the assumption. (laughs) I'm surprised I haven't been asked about it at my current job yet. Yeah, you will.
1: One of the inmates will propose to you.
0: Oh, I I, I can almost guarantee. No, luckily, I'll just fucking not have to deal with any inmates. (laughs) But nobody's asked me thus far. Just remember, God will not give you more weight than you can carry. If he brings you to it, he'll bring you through it. Yes. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like to contact us or follow our social media, our email is arcane Obscura. Bite the leather Obscura. strap and ride it out. Our email is Arcanum Obscura at arcanum obscuracast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is Arcanum blab, Obscura. Blah, blah, blah. And Instagram is blab, blah, blah, Arcanum blah, blah, Obscura. Blah, blah. Chris, do you have anything you would like to add before we go? No. Are you sure? Yes. You seem to add a lot of fucking attitude whenever I talk. I, I try to. God, you're the fucking worst. I'm trying to strengthen you. For what?
1: Young Padawan. One day you will be a Jedi asshole.
0: I'm getting there already.
1: Goodbye.
0: Goodbye, everybody.